listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. It probably overstates it, but I was getting a little mouthy. It's funny. I went to a ball game not too long ago with my old buddy Chris, and um, and and we were sitting there. It was super hot day, so we right. retreated right. indoors, and we were having a beer in like the concourse area. And um, there's this one dope who stops right in this narrow area where people uh, are are moving, going to and fro, because right. there are limited places you can go. He's standing there right in the middle of it, watching the TV, he glances over. There's a handicapped guy trying to get past him in his wheelchair. Guy just stands there staring at the TV, just totally unaware. And it was funny. He was making both of us insane. And finally, one of us said something to the other one. And um, I, I think my buddy Chris May said to me, I want to murder him right now. And I was like, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It was funny. Just people like that. Well, so... Spent the day traveling yesterday, um, flying coast to coast, and it actually went reasonably well. Um, but a couple of the airport, one airport in particular, we were in the Charlotte Mecklenburg Airport, beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina, where we used to live, and uh, where my boy was born. But it was insanely crowded. I mean, just it was a surge back and forth of humanity. It was amazing. It was like fly for free day or something. <laughs> but there were people who would do similar things. There's this one family, the Dip-Ass family. They get to the end of the little, and, and this was one of those places where you go off the plane, and there's a wall on one side, and the ropes on the other, you have to go out that way to get off your plane. And it's roped off from the rest right. of the gate so people can line up over there and the rest of it. And this this family, this big kind of strapping dude, works out dude. He's got a kid and his wife's got a kid in tow. This guy, he gets off the plane first and him and his little kid, they just stop at the end of it. At the end of this, this little hallway that you're leaving the plane. Mm-hmm. And there is room for one person, like one adult and another adult sideways. And him and his kid, they just stop right there. They could have stepped forward two feet and to the side two feet, totally cleared it. But no, they just stop and start dicking around. Right there. People's lack of situational awareness constantly baffles me. It was making me insane. And, and, and people are having to like squeeze by him. Excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. But just stood there. And then, then his wife gets out uh, and, and she like moves past him, but to the diagonal to make it even worse. And they just stand there talking. And I wanted to go up. I I wanted to say, listen, look, look right there. Look how narrow this opening is. What are you doing here? What kind of people are you? And I just observed. And so, I don't know, after a certain amount of time, because one of our layovers was long-ish and it turned longer, longer as it turned out. It was only like 15 minutes late, but um, I was watching people doing stuff like this. And then we'd take a walk or whatever. And we, right. The person who just stops in the middle or stops in the middle of this incredibly co- crowded corridor to have a conversation with their friend. And they just stop. They don't step off to the edge or into a gate or whatever. They just stop right in the middle. And it just kills everything. My sarcastic comments to those people got louder and louder <laughs> throughout the day. What is the, I, what is the interior monologue of these people? Is it just like a bear on a tricycle wandering around in their head? Like, duh, how do they not aware of what's happening? Right. Duh. That's their internal monitor. Whoa! 
We identified oh. it. Oh, man. And so I would walk by and literally say, what the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> not loud, loud. Yeah. And it's not like I was picking out the big, giant, tattooed guys right. or anything. But, oh, man, I just, I don't know why. So finally I had to just, you know, sit down and ignore it. Because humanity's <laughs> humanity being idiots they beat you makes down. me crazy. Yeah, it's, they, a, they, it's a blood pressure yeah. riser. Uh, well, right. Well, I realized right. I had to cool it or I was going to have to fight somebody. Right. <laughs> hey, what did you say? I said, what the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking you- to you. Are you standing still in the middle of a corridor <laughs> making everybody walk around you? Yeah, then right. I'm talking to you, you moron, you. And we got a bagel boss situation, right. and then, then mm. no, that's not good for anybody. Yeah, then I go viral. And <laughs> yes. Then yes. I'm fighting Rob Lowe <laughs> so, or somebody in a boxing match. So what did you do, just sit down, or did you go to the airport gift shop and buy a bunch of junk? <laughs> No, I just I, I sat there and then you know did my thing. So I, I'm hoping you can help settle a, 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 an argument is a wrong word for it, but it was a discussion I was having with a friend of mine about uh, so pizza for breakfast, right? That's mm. uh, we, we've all done it. It's, uh, it's some, love it. some some considered a delicacy. So when you do pizza for breakfast, do you go cold or do you reheat? Whatever reheat method you choose, we can we can have a discussion later on what's the best way to reheat pizzas. But do you go cold or reheated in the morning? Reheated is weird to me in the morning. Wow, uh, the, uh, breakfast uh, breakfast pizza is cold. Pizza. Yes, cold. I agree. Definitely Always cold. cold. Now Always lunch, cold. I warm. Yes. Okay. But it, there are too many. Yeah, yeah, it's not leftover pizza. Breakfasty. F- it's not. Well, no, no. I'm saying it's not. It's not specifically leftover pizza that we're talking about in the breakfast time. So if you have leftover pizza at lunch or dinner the next day, you'll reheat. I will. But specifically, mostly in right. the morning times, you you just run you just run at it cold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I that, love cold pizza. Yeah. That's the normal way to do it. John. The, the flavor profile is wrong when mm-hmm. you heat it for the morning. Yeah. So there's too much going on there. A man is still I, in a delicate you, state. You guys are in in the majority. I did a Twitter poll on this, and 65 percent said yes. You, you the way you guys right. all say cold pizza is the way to go. I felt like that's impossible. You, you got the technology. Use so you the warm techno- your morning pizza. Yeah, I got a, yeah. I got a, I got a pizza stone. I put it in the oven. Oh, it's pizza delicious. What? Yeah. Wow. You go to that much trouble for morning oh, pizza? Wow. That's strange. Really? Yeah. 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 Take that care is, of yourself, people. You're out there. <laughs> you're really out there. You know what I discovered is if I warm pizza, I eat more of it. Oh, interesting. And so I've, uh, I've, I've begun just eating it cold just to limit myself. I, I, it takes you longer to chew. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you, though. The flavor profile is cold pizza in the morning i like the way you put that more subtle flavors I, yes i yes. gotta I, I guess i just gotta take the l on this one yeah. i was certain that uh, that more people agreed with me on this but uh, i i feel like the sample size is large enough that i am clearly in the wrong well you're indirectly making an excellent point is the, and that is that you should do everything the way most people do it. absolutely Indeed. do not do your own thing do not march to a different drummer Dance to the same beat as everyone else in the same way. I do have a I do have another travel question though for you. Yes. Uh, did you come across any comfort animals in your travels? There, there are a handful of dogs. Not as many as you saw like a year or two ago. Right. A I, notably s- smaller number. Yeah. When I flew back uh, back to uh, New York over Christmas, there was I mean there was everything and yeah. there there was a bird. One person had a bird in a cage, you know, squawking. Yeah. And then there were there were a ton of dogs, all different sizes. Yeah, our yeah. story about the horse on the plane aside today, I do feel yeah. like somewhere in the last four to six months, airlines have finally got the, okay, all right, let's, right. 
let's let's right. rein this back in a little right. bit. We tried to right. be nice. Y'all trampled all over it. Right. Now we got dogs everywhere. Although I did, oh my God, I should have brought this up. And uh, you know what? I'm going to make a. I'm going to make a point. I'm going to bring this up on the air. You're witnessing live show prep. Indeed. Yeah. Right here. um, And now. uh, Yeah, Muslim gals. So I tweeted about this, and and it was partly because I was in a hurry. Um, But I couldn't come up with my comment slash tag slash punchline because I thought, okay, if you you dash something off and jump on an airplane, you might be globally (laughs) hated. By the time you land, right. like that one gal who made that joke about AIDS in Africa? Yes. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Honest to God, here's the story. So I'm in this uh, this uh, airport that has a bathroom that's labeled service animal slash pet relief area. So I've, <laughs> I've been like uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor has a big like gravel right. area for your pet to poo and, mm. and pee or whatever. But this was an indoor room you go into and i don't know if it's set up with like newspapers and <laughs> and treats or like or a what? paw friendly flush mechanism or exactly some sort. yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know but so um uh, I, and i only glanced over there i walked by and there were a couple of muslim gals in the full beekeeper outfit right the full subjugated woman hijab thing um and uh and the two of them were standing there at that door like they were waiting to go in and the and I'm looking at this thinking there's no animals. I mean, what what's going on there? And uh, and the door opens and some Muslim gal comes out and the next one goes in, closes the door behind her. So uh, I'm like, oh, all right, there's something yeah. about because uh, I'm crazy against the subjugation of women in a lot of Muslim cultures. I'm thinking, wow, demeaning is not enough for something, something, and I couldn't come up with it, but. Seriously, was that like a they don't speak English thing, or that was troubling to me? Because there weren't a dog there, right? My the right. first place my mind goes to. I wonder if there's some sort of weird, I sharing a bathroom with other people in there, th- like like a weird was it taking off the beekeeper thing? outfit? Yeah, I can't let yeah. other people. See. I don't know. Yeah. You but, so you was could it hoisted up? You was know, it a private know. stall? Uh, or like a private well, it's room? it's not like I craned my neck in to watch them. Okay, right, right. <laughs> All I could see was that it was a fairly large room. You open the yeah, door, you walk right, in. Right. Maybe they just really like the the one the the one person per room thing. I think like going weird. on a newspaper. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, it's like the uh, it's Whoa. like the uh, gender indeterminate bathroom. Sure. I right. always want to go in that. So I think, what do you you got a private suite in there? That's what I want. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna start doing that. You don't have to wait in line at the hand dryer when you're done. Yeah, hey, I'm a dude. I know I'm a dude, but I'm peeing in here. Who cares? I don't care if you like it. Or needless to say, if if and this is terrible. This wasn't all gendered. I'm certainly in all. I'm one I'm of one the of genders. Many, exactly. Right? Yes. Are you denying <laughs> it? Are you? <laughs> no, you'd, you'd hate to have the unfortunate need to uh, to have a movement at the airport. But if you did, boy, that'd be my choice. <laughs> nice private suite. Stretch out a little bit. <laughs> Relax. Take the shirt off. Take the shirt off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. There's a little, oh, little happy travel tip from uh, Joe Getty. Enjoy. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Hey, I don't know how gross we want to get, but that video that Sean showed you and I earlier in the show. Is I'm that sorry worth about that. I, I it's shouldn't hard have done to forget. that. Yeah, it's worth mentioning. I had forgotten it. Oh, boy, I hadn't. Yeah. I could. I, 
I was I knew that I shouldn't share that, but I couldn't be the only person in the room who had seen that. I know. I don't know, I I don't know, know if that mean. makes sense yeah. or not. No, but. it makes sense to me. There was a woman in a grocery store. It looks to me like a the, a Target grocery store, like the uh, the tar- the grocery area of a Target. To it's me. a pretty nice grocery store, though. Target Standard has great grocery American store. grocery yeah. store. Yeah. And this woman apparently really needed to. Well, she had the burden of Damascus, as we call it. <laughs> oh. Right. When you really have to go number oh, two, no. and you just you got to get there quickly. And she just runs over, like, behind where they keep the vegetables. Behind a freezer case. Oh. And, uh, and like, pulls aside her shorts and just lets it happen right there on the white, white tile floor. Right. And oh, gets geez. up and walks and away. And gets up and just leaves. God, I can Hey, here's s- a tip. Do that in the toilet paper aisle. <laughs> I can see where you end up with an emergency, even as a grown-up, where you have to do that. It's that or in sure. your pants. Although I'd go in my pants before I'd do it on the floor of a grocery store. Uh, Oh, wow. I realize uh, yeah. this is gross. I mean, it's it, was she taking that one, that diet drug that caused spontaneous and or uncontrollable eating, bowel those, movements? Or eating those Harbo candies? What are those called? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> the sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> the funniest, yeah. uh, funniest thing ever written in the English language. The review, the first review on Amazon for the Haribo sugar-free gummy bear. <laughs> Seriously, Dickens wishes he'd written something that amusing. But you either got to actually go in your pants or, well, you got, that'd be my first choice. I, 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 mm. And then if you do, for whatever reason, medical reason, it's a kid or your, whatever your medical situation is. Yeah. Uh, you got to do it on the floor. You got to immediately go get somebody and say, "Look, I don't this know. is what happened." I no, don't know. No, I, I think oh, Joseph, I just think leave. Joseph, <laughs> gather your belongings and head home. I start shopping at Walmart. That's <laughs> not me. That's back there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yours now. Yeah. Oh, now oh. I think you would be so shocked and ashamed and devastated. You just you just want to run for your life. Okay, what about a and, middle and ground? Get to the toilet paper section. What? Middle ground. You find a guy in a red shirt and say. I don't know who did this. It's gross, but somebody, it looks like, you know, dropped the juice over there. <laughs> so then it gets cleaned up right away, but you I'm don't have to take it. will get cleaned up pretty quickly. <laughs> you don't have to take the, the full emotional blame. I mean, unless you're in the fertilizer section or something, <laughs> people will notice it in a hurry. That's some <laughs> video. Should we post that? Uh, uh, I don't think no? so. What if with no. a warning or something? What are we, uh, what are we afraid of? Yeah, well, why not? I mean, it's obviously them? in terrible taste, oh, but who it's cares? Awful. Have you ever heard the show? <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, we've heard, <laughs> we've heard of things like that happening. Yeah. To, to actually see it, so that's the sort of person she looks like a regular person, and that's the yeah. sort of person that would do that and then just get up and walk away. Was that medical issue or like fetish? No, that's, that's what she does. Issue. She had the she had the hurried up trot of somebody who <laughs> yeah. was realizing, yeah. oh no, and she does yeah. circle like one way then the yeah. other, and yeah. I think realizes I can't make it to the bathroom right. over there in the corner of the store. Was this surveillance video or was somebody filming? A surveillance? Okay, yeah. Yeah. oh, it's rough. I've never done that. I'm sorry I showed it to you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry I saw it. <laughs> I'm sorry I heard about it. You can't yeah. unsee yeah. it. No. Oh. No, poor gal. That was a rough day. So you don't think we should have it on the website, Hanson? Maybe. Now, Sean could tweet it out. We could do it that way, yeah. too. If it, uh, I haven't Sean seen it. Be so I don't want to my Twitter feed. <laughs> you want me to, you want guy him to be that guy? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Sean. Well, you're my the guy fan. who brought it. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, yeah, I brought you it brought to you guys, but I'm not, I'm not signal boosting that on my <laughs> carefully curated Twitter feed. Uh, be, uh, Years of, of hard work and, right. and meme jokes to, right. to build up what I have. Yeah. Disclaimer, uh, tweet does not uh, constitute an endorsement. 
Right. I do exactly. not endorse this behavior. I will text that to my friends, but I'm not going to tweet it. That's interesting. <laughs> there you go. That's interesting on its own. <laughs> Public crapping is too good for you. So the people that are closest to me, you need to see this. Yes. Yes. Right. Random people that we kind need of to know have me. this as a cultural touchstone that we can reference in years to come. Yes, do I show it to my anyway. wife? Are you going to show it to Judy? Would no, you show that video to Judy? I, no, 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 no. Lack of trust. <laughs> It's just it's not the sort of thing she likes. Well, nobody likes it. What do you mean that's not the sort of thing she likes? Oh, is that a requirement? i got to find somebody who likes this. That's what I meant. I mean, you know what I mean. It's going to be difficult to find somebody who really likes it. Oh, you know who'd really love this? Oh, crappy Jim. <laughs> He's always crapping in the Walmart. I'll bet he'd like this. Oh, crappy Jim would love this. Oh, Got to send that to him. Oh, yeah. My, I wonder about my uh, my boys, my seven-year-old and nine-year-old boy. It's kind of in the seven, nine-year-old boy wheelhouse, that sort of humor. Oh, jeez, no. I'm worried about behavior modeling. In yeah. That yeah. yeah. Copycat exactly. behavior. Yeah, be dad. I, yeah. grew, I grew up in a world where that's not an option, and if they see a video of a normal-looking woman doing it, then all of a sudden that's... Oh, that's in the realm of possible things humans do, adults do. Right. When they're trying to impress their peers in high school, they get a terrible and regrettable idea. <laughs> You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. I'm going to play you a tape. I'm getting a lot of attention. It's amusing, if nothing else. Okay. A little long for the radio show, probably. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. (laughs) This is a uh, talk radio guy in Cleveland that guaranteed the Sucky Sucky Browns would beat the Sucky Sucky Broncos. Michael, I'm going to play a little audio over here. Here we go. Because I said what I said, and it's my freaking fault for having any faith. Uh, you know what I should point out? The Sucky Sucky Browns did not beat the Sucky Sucky Broncos, and this is the next morning. What I said, and it's my freaking fault for having any faith whatsoever in you. I should never, ever do it again. I should never have faith ever again. I should line up and be like the predecessors before me and be nasty and mean-spirited and angry over the entire thing every single time we wish out one of these quarterbacks that will hopefully sink us from the hell that we have created for ourselves throughout this entire time and have us have this happen yet again. More saviors, more societies, the same damn the same thing the emperor no longer has clothes and i am a shell of myself today's the day where things change so after this screaming and after this yelling i'm sorry because it's 6 20 in the morning i'm gonna lay here and i'm gonna take it if you got something to yell at the browns you yell at them you got something to yell at baker mayfield or john or or freddie kitchens you go ahead and let it off your chest if you got something to say to me, you go ahead and say it. Because I made a guarantee that I'm personally responsible for. I have let myself down. I have let you down. I have let everybody down. So for the next three hours and 40 minutes, you got something to say to me, you go right on ahead. You will not. 
get anything back from me. I got it coming to me because I'm a damn fool for having any faith whatsoever in this train wreck. Goodbye. Let's Goodbye. line up the phone lines. Bedford, I want to hear from you. React to me. That's Ken Carmen on uh, the 92.3, as I say, the fan in Cleveland. I love it. For some reason, when he said, I realized it's 6.20 in the morning, I thought, oh, my God. Yeah. It's a little wound up for that time yeah. of day. It is. You got about a 50-50 chance of having a heart attack by the end of the day. Uh, that's that's some really entertaining radio. That's I, funny. I've listened to a lot of sports talk radio in my life. I quit several years ago and haven't listened to G's a minute in the last five, ten years. But Boy, um, I still do it. It relaxes me. Yeah, I, I used to. I used to do it for that reason. I get to the point I can't take in any more hardness. I've given up relaxing. I yeah. just I never no, relax. Never. <laughs> Life is pain. You've realized right, yes, that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've become Continue. fully a Calvinist. For those of you into uh, you know religious <laughs> right. history, but the whoever who invented the the angry version was does Mike Francesca in New York get all the credit for that? But just the the idea of being so mad, you should just furious like it is you know serious. <laughs> Something going on in the world. Yeah. But just damn it, you're mad. Yeah. That your team is not as good as you want them to be. The idea that your team being sucky again would make you enraged. And you feel like you'd betrayed yourself and your audience and the entire city by having any faith. That's just hilarious. That's great yeah. entertainment. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's a little kooky, but. I thought he was leaving the room at some point there. Further away, yeah. I didn't know if he's headed I out the know, door. He's painting the picture with words. It's the <laughs> right. theater of the mind. He's, yes. he's broadcasting in three dimensions. <laughs> right. He's backing off the mic because he knows exactly what he's doing. I thought he uh, had so much uh, enough that he was leaving. I'm a shell of my former self. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. That's good. At least it's something. Yeah. You know, the greatest sin is boring. Oh yeah, and that was not boring. We uh we worked uh, we worked at a radio station with a guy who was trying to get going in sports talk and he was just so dull the poor guy oh yeah nice fella too well, and, if you look at the RSBIs compared to what the projected well, totals it main, of the and main thing was without the passion you don't necessarily have to reach the level of the gentleman we just played but well you'd have an aneurysm. You know, you throw it out there. What'd you think of that game last night? And then just the phones don't ring, and then you're you're padding with Bedford is not reacting. <laughs> yeah, nobody's reacting because you haven't Bedford. made any strong statements. Was that Claring Emu who you're thinking of? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Poor yeah, guy. which is nice not guy. his real name. Uh, no, no. We, we called him by a fake name every day when we introduced him, which was not in retrospect was not cool. It was funny. I sure thought it was funny at the, the time. The greatest sin is being boring, and he, Jack, and he hated it. Yeah, you should get over it. Dang it. Never gave him the reason. Did he realize that him hating it only made it go on longer? (laughs) Of course. I was 25. When I was 25, I didn't care. (laughs) All right. Right. Yeah. So the other, and and listen, you got to know, he was a hell of a nice guy. He was very bright. So a a decent human being, a smart guy and the rest of it, but he just, he never got compelling down. And the other weird aspect of him, and I'm not sure if I can get this right, Is he was one of those people? Actually, positive, Sean. You could probably relate to this a little bit, and I've I've had to fight it a little bit too. I think certain sorts of brains do this. He could not issue a simple declarative sentence. Now, oh, yeah. I will do it as him. He could not issue or speak, and by speak, I mean really try to communicate. And given the fact that you're on the radio, you need to communicate. An idea, whether you want to use the issue or what other word, the, 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 a sentence. 
And and then he'd throw in, like, somehow he'd remember where he was, and then he'd throw in the end of the sentence. But he'd gone through so many different tangents, nobody else remembered where the hell he was going. Oh, this, so you can do a good one. No, I got, I, got, I just... I Wait, was... real quick. So he'd go... And uh, listen, that's why the uh, Cal Bears need to look out for, and I'm talking about both on the offensive and defensive side of the balls, and this has been true for the reasons that have been true since, you know, Gail Sayers was running down the street and blah, 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 and, and the streets of the city may be dirty, but there's one thing about the streets that are always the same to a sports fan, USC. And it'd be like, oh, you'd have to almost have it written and say, oh, the team that Cal Bears need to look out for is USC. <laughs> but uh, you'd, you'd have no memory of it. Here's I what I want lost from you. I lost in my own yeah. sentence. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I want from you, though. Because okay. it was the same radio station we worked at. Oh, no, don't. Because we can do it on the podcast. It makes me want to puke. What's that? Are you Stinky Randy? No, 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 oh. no, no. Oh, okay, seriously. Wait, I, I want to hear about yeah. Stinky oh, Randy. Yeah. What's the Stinky Randy thing? Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> And I, honest, I honest to God, yeah. right now I uh, my gag reflex yeah. is going. Yeah. I could puke. Yeah, it was a bad smell. He smelled bad, it, like a lot of overnight radio people have throughout history. It was as if he had no shower, no toothpaste, and no toilet paper. And the best thing about him was he wore a pith helmet. <laughs> What's a pith helmet? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, recognize it when you see it. Yeah. An Australian explorer hat. Right. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah. And he would put that on before he got in his car, and he would strap. He would button the strap underneath yeah. his chin. He, you know, he probably had problems, house. but it, oh my oh, god, he was yes. so. Oh, but well, here's definitely. What, but involved. same radio station okay. though. Right. Oh. The old guy, because you can do Jerry. it on the podcast. Jerry, you know, you, know, you can do it. Joe can do it. This guy <laughs> would get so mad, and he was working on some AM with no listeners. Oh and, yeah, yeah. But he gets. What did he always get so mad at? The copier machine. Or something. Oh, that's right! <laughs> I unleash this torrent of filth. Oh my god! Not on the air, just like in the office. Can I? Can I? I yes, don't know. Yes, it's, it's bad for our brand. Well, if you don't like it, don't look. This, this is a, just a reproducing what an old guy we used to work with would sound like. Like if the copy right. machine was out of so paper, so he would he would work out to it. You'd hear him. Uh, you'd hear him. He'd be pressing buttons yeah. and all, and you'd hear the beep of the copier, and he'd be like, "What the." All right, what's it? and he'd press a couple of buttons, and then he'd, like, shake the thing, and then he'd go into, what the hell is the matter with this thing? God, it. God, it. I just want to photocopy the traffic report. This motherfucker, this piece of motherfucking shit. God, and he would, he would, he would go, like that sports talk I was doing, he would go way further over the top till spit was flying out of his mouth. He would be bright, God, I'm a hyperventilator. He would be bright red, and he would be enraged. And we'd be in the other booth next door just looking over like, oh my God. Wide-eyed. And to my memory, he never took it out on anybody or anything no, like very that. very nice but, guy, except for the copy machine. Holy crap, would he scream at this thing? And you could hear him. We're like two more or less soundproofed studios away. You could hear every word he was saying. Oh, my God. Old Jerry. We used to call him Mathers. For no good reason. Right? That, was, that was stupid. Uh, yeah. It's not clever. It's no. not relevant. It's mean-spirited. That's what happens when you're in your 20s. You're mean to <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, I'm ashamed. Oh, man. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Banadadow. What? What? 
L.A. County has rolled out a new fleet of vans to help people dealing with mental health crises. Mental health vans. Going to go out in the streets and meet people where they are. Instead of Pop Goes the Weasel, it's playing Crazy Train just on a loop. Are they... I don't know exactly. Ten vans will be stationed around the country. Uh, around the county, rather. Each van will be staffed with a clinician, whatever that is, and has a 40-inch screen with psychiatrists. So you can, you know, a teleconference okay, with a here's, psychiatrist. Here's my experience. Limited, but I have some. With people with mental health problems, most of them don't know slash care. The really disturbed people don't. Right, right. Um, it's interesting that L.A. County is going to send forth 10 vans. Uh, a clinician's a, a person in the field, but not like a full doctor, I'm, right? I'm thinking you're going right. to get a lot of uh, ennui cases. Yeah, I'm just not feeling, I don't know, I'm just having trouble... Just a, I don't know. Life disappointed me. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm not happy. That's my favorite thing I ever read somewhere. It was somebody who got out of and started writing books or doing other things, but had been a uh, um, a therapist and said, I thought I was going to help all these people and everything like that. And, and most of my customers were just people, middle-aged people, were unhappy with the way their life turned out. Mm. I couldn't tell them that, but that's what the situation was. That wasn't it, Crowdhammer, was it? Because I remember Charles Krauthammer used to say things of, of that sort. Oh, I'm sure that's a, you know, I might have heard it one place, but it's been said by many people. I'm right. sure that's a very, very common thing. Yeah. Yeah, so marriage is not quite as jazzy as you were hoping, or your career, or you thought you were going to be a rock star and you're an accountant or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 <laughs> there's a lot of us like that. I wonder if, uh, you know, the, you gave him sodium pentothal, a lot of counselors would say, yeah, me too, like 15 times a session. You know, I just sometimes I feel like my friends, yeah, me too. Yeah, you and every other person that comes through, do you have any real problems? <laughs> but if somebody's about to write you a check for $190, right? You, what are you going to do? You're going to throw a the- tissue box at him and say, tough it up, jack wagon. <laughs> my favorite commercial. But so these mental health vans going around, I just hmm. I think the people that really really need it. This this is the great great quandary of the mental health aspect of homelessness. Um, you know, to what extent the people are mentally uh, ill as opposed to just drug addicts. Um, what are you going to do? You're going to snatch them off the street against their will and force them to get help? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We I'm don't picturing... do that. Until we do that, how are you going to help the situation? I'm picturing the various uh, fire hydrant shouters and screechers at passersby and the rest, whether they're, well, in all your West Coast cities, honestly, mostly West Coast cities. Um, and, yeah, what are you? So the guys standing there on the corner just screaming at passersby. We've all seen this person. crap. You're a little frightened, but the other five people just walked by, and they seem to be, okay, so let's hustle by. I wonder what they're going to do with this. It's an incredibly short article. There's almost no information in it, which disappoints me. But that's um, that's an interesting program. I don't think it's a bad idea. I just wonder. I think it's going to be a complete waste of money. Most things are, Jack. Mm, a lot of things are. Yeah. Yeah. There's a when I where I went to college, Hayes, Kansas, Fort Hayes State, where I went to college, and it's a small town. Town's only. I think it's twelve thousand when schools out and seventeen thousand when schools in, but um, there was a guy that stood on the corner. Uh, that we all called Spinner because he would stand there in the corner and spin around. 
and he was some version of mentally ill and homeless-ish. I don't know. Everybody knew who he was and mm-hmm. referred to him by that. There was like one guy. and uh, But he seemed pretty happy. He did that for years. I was in and around that town for many years. He did that for years. I remember when somebody's finally let me know, hey, Spinner died. It was in the newspaper the other day. I'll um, be danged. But he seemed perfectly happy with the lifestyle choice. It'd be pretty easy to look at him and say he was crazy. Do you get to snatch him off the street and force him into mental health care when he's perfectly happy being the guy who stands on the corner right. and spins? And force him to struggle through a conventional life. Try to get a job with all of his problems and the rest of it. No, that depresses me. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I don't. I don't know, I don't know either. When you see the super, I was over at uh, the guitar center. There was right in front of the guitar center. There was a guy screaming at a park bench. I mean, screaming at. Are you sure he day. wasn't auditioning for a band? <laughs> and I thought that guy is completely nutso. And yep. and. Well, yeah, he could have been out of his mind on some sort of drugs, though. Yeah. He could have what been sniffing the bench. Do to him, <laughs> he could have been sniffing paint out of a sack, and you might do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't it, know. You know, yesterday morning, I didn't mention this, uh, but yesterday morning when I'm driving into work, uh, you know, around two a.m., a woman dressed entirely in white, but she had like a white uh, tennis uh, skirt on and white tennis shoes and kind of a blousy finished the match. Yeah. A blousy white uh, top. Yeah, uh, I'm stopped at the crosswalk. I think you saw an angel there. Marshall. You were touched by an angel, Marshall. <laughs> well, you should have stopped, Marshall. Well, yeah, no, exactly. I did. I did. An angel tried to intervene in your life, and you almost ran her over. I know. I stopped at the crosswalk, and she walks around in front of me, and then she starts touching the front of my car all over and mm-hmm. smiling at me as yes. she crosses in wow. front of me. She was blessing your car. So did yeah, you say that's something? That's what angels do. Yeah, no. exactly. Did you say something to her? No, not. I mean, no, the windows were rolled up and everything else. I'm not going to honk at her or anything, but she was just smiling. and honk cr- at angels. You take it in their wisdom. <laughs> exactly. Every time you honk, an angel gets its wings, right? Doesn't that right? What? Yeah. She didn't look like she was good about to impart any wisdom, but she had a... Well, she, she was had, to impart something. She had an angelic smile on her face. So she was, she was uh, she was flying. Whacked. Right? As angels do, yeah. Yes, indeed. Whacked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll come down eventually. Got that, uh, she's wearing the all-white, though. I appreciate that just from a driver's safety perspective. Because usually the junky jackasses who stumble around uh, this part of the world are dressed all in black. All in black, yeah. Riding on bikes with no lights or anything. Thing in the middle of the street, wondering right. why you almost hit them, and, and and refusing to look either way as a show of how tough and defiant yes. they are. Yeah. When yeah. you lived downtown, Sean, how often did you see somebody that was completely either crazy or whacked out of their mind? Uh, homeless people on a daily basis. Somebody who I would actively be like, well, that that <clears throat> person is is getting my hair standing up probably about once a week. Uh huh. Yeah. But but you know the the category of this person can't function. Right. Uh, more often than that, and also my my threshold as you know six foot four inches and two hundred pounds of twisted steel and bad intentions might mm. be a little differently than than you know the coeds walking around. Right. So right, well, yeah, right, but there's, there's there's no upside to society of having them on the street. No, they're completely no. out of their mind. It's not good for them or anybody. Yeah. Um, then you got your drug casualties who who come off as like helpless crazy people, but it's just they've been getting high so long their brains right, right. are mush. What do you do with them? I don't know. Marshall, you've had, had a, a wild and varied life. You ever huffed paint? 
No. Oh, good no, lord. Ever. No, I have. You I, don't have I, to answer I, that, Marshall. No, no, no. This guy's okay, Marshall. Not a I put, no, I have never huffed anything. No, just never, a little glue ever, under your nose. No, you ever not once. In my re- not in my resume. Oh, no. come on now. We've all done it, haven't we? Only, Those fruit scented markers in elementary I was, school. I was, well, was going to cop to that. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, I have taken a little hit off a marker every now and again. Oh, marker huffer. Yeah. I knew it. We, boy, we, when I was in high school, somebody alerted me. I worked at this Mexican restaurant. Restaurant and um, and various of our desserts had uh, whipped cream on them, and oh. they had the you know you press the thing the tab sideways in the sure. whipped cream. Well, somebody pointed out that it's powered by nitrous oxide, and that if you do it just right, you can suck the nitrous and get high off of it. And uh, a nitrous, I, I, I as an adventurous young oh. youth uh, said, "Yeah, I'll try that. Why not?" And it turns out you know it makes you feel pretty loopy for a couple of minutes. Um, and and <laughs> evidently, word had gotten around because a couple of days later, the uh, manager of the store said, I catch anybody sucking on the whipped cream to get high, you're fired. So that ended there rather quickly. But uh, yikes. Talk about you just cheap pies. Is this policy retroactive? Then you just went to eating whipped cream. <laughs> As a lifestyle choice. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of a different high. Yeah. It is. It's its own kind of high. I love whipped cream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com.